0: How's it going everybody and welcome to episode 121 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now this week's episode, it's actually probably going to be a short enough one and it's covering a listener's question. So a listener asked, basically they grow strawberries and they're only actually having a harvest for two to three weeks a year and they wondered if there was any way to extend the season and it's it's a good question. But I suppose the answer is going to be relatively short so that's why I'm saying it could be a a relatively short episode. Look, strawberries are by far the most popular soft fruit for people to grow at home. Um, Number one, because they're delicious. And when you're in a household, you know, generally everybody eats strawberries. There's not too many that doesn't like them. So they're always going to be very, very popular for that reason. But another reason they're popular, I guess, is that they're so easy to grow and particularly easy to grow if you're in confined spaces so if you're in a small a relatively small garden then your ability to to grow tree fruit or bush fruit is probably a little bit limited you know because of space but strawberries are so simple and they can grow in a really really small space probably smaller space than almost any other fruit and for that reason they're hugely popular for people to grow you know in a in a grow your own setting So, But that is, you know, what this listener has as the issue is the number one challenge. To be fair, if you have a single variety of strawberries planted in the ground in the same location, then being realistic about it, you are only going to get, you know, possibly two weeks harvest out of it. And then that's when you look at it from the point of view of the area, you're holding up a lot of you know, regardless of the size, you're holding up a, a a square meter or a or a spot of ground for twelve months of the year for a two week harvest, albeit that those two weeks um, you're getting beautiful strawberries. But you know, and in, in 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 a sense of return for for area, it is quite small, particularly when you're working with one variety. So, how can you extend the season? Well, if you're growing, as I say, one variety. In one location, the likelihood is that we're looking at a two to three week harvest. And that's, you know, typically depending on what variety you have, that's typically in, in June, in June or July, that sort of a thing. Again, as I say, depending on the variety and, you know, certain areas a little bit earlier than others and whatnot. But if you use, firstly, if you use a combination, so if in the, in this listener's case, if they only have one variety, then the only real way to extend the season and to have a harvest over a longer longer period of time is to actually add in more varieties. And you know, sometimes that can be it can be difficult to find specific varieties and can also be difficult in in garden centre settings to you know to, to determine whether a, a strawberry plant or crown is early, mid-season or late cropper because a lot of the time they're just sold as a strawberry plant and the variety might be on it and it'll say strawberry, but it doesn't tell you any more information. It doesn't say that there's, you know, that it's an early, a mid or a late cropper. So that's the first thing is you need to establish, get varieties that, that, that are spaced out across the season. And, you know, as I say, you can grow these, you know, in, in anything and you can grow them in a pot, a bucket, a hanging basket. So, whatever way you're growing it and whatever space you're working in like um you know if you're in a really confined space you might have one strawberry pot a strawberry pot is a is a large terracotta pot with lots of pockets in it and uh, maybe 10 or 15 pockets all around the edge of it and that just shows that they can grow in a, in a really small space but if you have that then you either need to mix multiple varieties in the same pot or have a pot with each different variety for each for each fruiting period and that's the only way of extending the season you know they getting that in, initial extension on the season because a single variety planted in a single location is only going to give no matter what you do is only going to give a, a smallish window so the first the first thing is to get these early mid and late 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 croppers and what you're looking at, I suppose, as an early cropper, one of the most popular is is Cambridge favourite. And there's lots of different Cambridge, you know, Cambridge favourite, Cambridge vigour, and other Cambridge whatever. And they're all generally good, and they're all generally heavy croppers. But but favourite is a very, very good one, very, very suitable to Ireland. And you get a lot of, you know, get a lot of a, a good crop off them, high yielding, high um, yielding relatively good disease resistance and disease by disease i mean mildew and verticulum wilt Uh, i'll come back to those in a moment but you know that's a really good one and it's quite good it's a quite good variety for for that early stages and then as a mid-season the i suppose the number one selling one um pretty much ireland uk is el santa it's I suppose it's a it's a relatively old variety. It's been on the go a long, long time, and it is a very, very popular one. gives you know gives good big fruits, but I think the challenge with it is it it can be a little bit picky, a little bit finicky in terms of the ground, and it really needs to be growing very well because if it's not growing well, it is a variety that can be quite susceptible to, particularly to the verticillium wilt. And that's that's a, a fungal disease, and it basically makes the plant look like it's wilting, but it is actually you know wil- wilting from lack of water, uh, but it's caused by uh, a soil-borne fungus. So, El Santa, a really, really good one for, for mid-season, but it needs to be growing well to sort of avoid the, the disease issues that it might have. And As I say, I'll talk about the disease issues and how you might go about preventing them in a minute. So then for a late cropper, a good variety is symphony. And this one is sort of going, it's going that's going to fruit up to the end of July. So your, your Cambridge favourite, you're going to get it sort of end of May, depending on your location, right up to early June. So El Santa is going to be your mid crop then, and that's going to be sort of from um, mid June Right up until end of June, and then you'll have Symphony. Then that's going to be you know pretty much for the month of July, give or take. And you know there there are t- three good varieties. If you if you have those three varieties, then you're going to have a good a good natural spread, without doing anything else. And we'll talk about a few other little things, husbandry wise, and so on, that you can do to try and extend it even a little bit further, because with those three varieties in an outside planting situation, we still we still really only have fruit for a little bit of May, most of June and July. So we're still only looking at a little over two months. But I suppose you can get five to six months with a bit more, I suppose, husbandry using those same sort of varieties. And there is another couple of varieties as well that we can talk about. You know, there's there's Happel, uh which is a very, very good variety. Large red. Um, sort of pointed a little bit more pointed than some of the rest of them one and really big big fruits um so that's a really good variety as well and then there's others and there's others as well lots of others and you typically see in garden centers you'll see varieties that maybe have come from european type varieties but i suppose generally speaking it doesn't really matter what variety just so long as you're able to figure out or you're able to decipher from from it that it is either Early, mid, or late season, and if you have that information, then then you're able to, you know, get the plants that'll give you this extended period. So, as I say, planting those three varieties will give you an automatic and natural um, extended harvesting. So this this person only has a couple of weeks at the moment, so is clearly working with a single variety. So by doing this, you're going to extend out to, you know, six, eight, nine weeks and that's a good start. It's still probably not enough though if you're if you're if you're dedicating a plot or a space or a bed or a couple of beds to to them. You'd like to extend it out a little bit further because well number one, you don't generally get to store these very well. Uh, strawberries I suppose the first thing is that they generally get eaten. So there's never too many left to to store. But you know, if you did have some left, they don't they don't store that well. You can freeze them like, but they're not going to they're not going to last very well. So they're not going to come out. They're going to come out of the freezer a little bit, a little bit mushy. So they don't they don't stay intact the same way as some other fruits might. So the way to do it, to extend it then is through different growing techniques and different kind of husbandry. So, for example, if we use those tree varieties that we've spoken about and if we had, say, three beds, one with your early cambridge favorite one with your your main crop uh, el santa and then one with your late crop or symphony and particularly at the early stage so if you can clash down some of it the the extra heat that you can build up in there should mean that you'll be able to get those fruiting maybe a, you know, it won't be a lot but maybe five or six days earlier than the ones that are uncloshed. and so now you're extending another little bit just through husbandry and then when you get to the end of the season what you can do is so you, you know the clashing at that stage because generally the weather is going to be a lot better it's not going to have any effect it's not going to bring on any of them any quicker and even if it did all you'd be doing is moving it back into the you know into the main season so you're going to have an overlap so really what you're trying to do is you're trying to get an extension at the other end so what you can do here is so you plant your your early, your mid and your late season, but your late season ones, maybe you don't plant them all at the, at that time, you know, whatever time you plant. And so you can add in certain ones later in the season. So you're potting them on from the pot. And a lot of these now at this stage, they will, they'll be coming from, a lot of them will have, will have been coming from cold storage, number one. So. You get a set period of time, so you might be able to extend it slightly by not planting them too early and almost holding them back in the pot, not giving them too much attention, not giving them much feed so that they're almost restricted and then planting them late and then popping them in the ground. And at that stage, quite later in the year, if you if you get them into the ground, then you might be able to get a little bit of an extension on the other end by doing something like that um so with your early varieties clash some of it or plant some of them in your your polytunnel or your greenhouse and then at the other at the other end maybe hold some back and don't plant them straight away so restrict them and then plant them later in the season to try and get a little bit of a push towards the end and you might get some 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 fruiting out of that uh, another thing that people don't like doing but you can do so say say for example any of these varieties you You plant them into a new bed. So say we we plant in a, a couple of square meters and we put in maybe 10 or 12 strawberry plants into that in the first year. Now, after whatever it is, 12 weeks, generally 12, 14 weeks, you're going to start to see a bit of fruit and they will, after that, they will start to send out their runners and create new plants. And generally gardeners, don't want that. I suppose it's a little bit more difficult to weed in around them and so on. So to try and take off the, the runners c- pretty quickly. But what you can do is you can actually allow them to send out the, allow them to send out the, the runner, allow them to create the new plants. And then as those plants develop, you'll start to get a little bit more flowering and then a little bit more fruiting. Now it won't be a huge crop, But it's a way of doing it in that you have the mother plant that's at a certain stage after fruits, it sends out a runner, that runner goes into the ground. And occasionally you can get some fruiting on those. Now, not always, but you can get some fruiting on those. And it's a way of it's a way of kind of extending the season. But it is a little bit messy in that it's very, very hard afterwards to determine which ones are the mother plants, which ones are the new plants. so yeah, and if you do have any weeds or anything like that, it's quite difficult to get in around it because you've all these runners going everywhere. So it is a way, as I say, some people will do it, and you get a little bit extra by allowing them to just go, go a little bit wilder. Um, but not everybody will go for it. Not everybody will want that. But it does, it does kind of work, you know, that you can just let things, let it go wild, and 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 you'll get by doing that, you'll get a little bit of an extension of of uh fruiting um i suppose i mentioned a couple of things and just to watch out if you are starting and you're going to go at this now um just watch that the ground is you know good good ground that everything grows well there just watch that you haven't had potatoes in it in recent years or that you haven't previously had strawberries in it in the last few years um particularly with well, pretty much with any of them. Don't 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 go into ground that had potatoes or strawberries for the last few years. But some of the some of the other varieties, the likes of the El Santa, and that they tend to be a little bit finicky. So you really need them growing well to avoid diseases. And to get them growing well, you plant them, uh, water them, make sure that the weeds you keep them weed free, and feed them pretty regularly at the start. And I and I again seaweed feed. I would seaweed them uh it just basically strengthens up the plant and again i've said it before but a stronger plant then you're going to have less susceptibility to any disease whether that's you know whether that's the wilt or whether that's the the botrytis afterwards you know just a stronger plant just means less disease um if we get a wet kind of a damp and warm summer mildew can become a problem so again it's just husbandry type things that that you can do to prevent it so any any dead or decaying leaves, get them off, get them out of there. Um then if the if the ground is is wet all the time it's no harm to lift up the fruit. So if you planted them onto a ridge, just get something under them. You can plant through polity and in some cases some people plant through the ground cover fabric or some people just mulch underneath them with with straw with a kind of a bed of straw and you can you can do any of those things. Essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to get the the fruit up off the ground so that it's not you know in constant contact with water and it does get the opportunity to dry out sometimes that can be a problem as i say and particularly if they're outside growing and you know we get a damp period um other issue generally falls around the same time is that if you have moisture and heat slugs can be an issue and they will again they will graze off your your lovely fresh strawberries as they come along so just watch for that and i suppose you know you know the the ways of clearing that so it's a, a barrier method or it's um using the the ferric phosphate the organic slug pellets which are safe for pets safe for birds and and that's a way of doing it um generally though if you're using if you're using well mulched soil and you're planting them up on a ridge then you shouldn't have too much problem with 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 uh, snails or slugs, but just keep an eye out for that because they will they will wipe them out. And then of course birds, so they won't go near them all along while they're white, and um, you won't even know that their birds are are watching them. But as soon as they turn red, they will come and they'll take them off and they'll be watching for the day that's, that, that that they're red. They'll be watching them almost as intently as you will. So you'll have to be just vigilant of that. So either, you know, get them off straight away or put some form of a bird covering on them. Because as I said to you, while you might be going out every day waiting for the first red strawberry, uh, I can guarantee you that the birds are also doing the same thing. And they, and they won't miss the opportunity if you happen to not go out on a particular day. So... Um yeah just keep on top of that as well but as i say it's 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 difficult enough because it is no matter what way you do it it's a short window Um obviously you know you get irish grown strawberries from you know, pretty much early may right through until september october but there a lot of them now are using techniques like um they'll have the crowns in cold storage and then they whip them out of cold storage at certain periods, like what I was talking about, where you're holding back the little plant in the in the pot um so when they have these you know really large crowns that are frozen, and then when they take them out of the cold storage, they know that there's an exact period of time, so I don't know what it is it could be it could be something like ten weeks or eight weeks or whatever it is, maybe twelve weeks but there's a defined period of time so they take out a thousand strawberry crowns out of cold storage they plant them on that day and then they know that x amount of weeks or x amount of days later that they're going to have a crop and that's how they're getting this extension on the season so they're they're continually planting stock knowing that when it comes out of cold storage that there's that set period of time to fruiting and so they have a weekly planting a weekly a weekly planting and then a, in turn a weekly harvest at the other end of it and those plants then are generally typically they, they will be discarded again and the, the the cycle will start so and they will also be at the at the tail end of the season where we're long finished with strawberries they will possibly be doing a little bit of heating um, at the very very end to keep the temperatures up so that they can get that last couple of weeks out of the out of the season so that's how they're doing it. you know how the how the growers are doing it. And that's how you will see it in in the supermarkets during that period of time. but it's very difficult to achieve that May through to you know October time as a home gardener you know you would need to be you would need to be use, utilizing the same sort of techniques that that those guys are doing on the commercial scale but as I said, if you're able to get your different your different fruiting periods, with your different varieties, and then a little bit of husbandry by clashing the first ones or some of the first ones, you'll get a little bit of a spread there. And then at the end, at the other end, holding back some a little bit and then planting them and feeding them and trying to achieve that last little flush at the end. And, and that's how you can extend it. And doing, doing things like that, you can possibly get two to three, two to three, maybe four months out of it. Um certainly not the five to six months or the six months that say you'll see from in the supermarkets but it's it's definitely worthwhile as i said they're the most popular soft fruit and they are easy to grow like i don't think it's possible unless you put them into really bad ground i don't think it's possible to fail with strawberry plants so everybody can give it a go and just if you do want to like this listener wanted to extend the season that's how you go about it uh, me personally, I just have two varieties. I just have them in the in the polytunnel. I don't have them anywhere else, and I'm happy enough that I'm only going to get, you know, maybe three or four weeks fruiting out of it. And actually, one of the varieties that I have is El Santa, and it it it's did okay, but it's it's nowhere near as good as the Symphony that I have. So Symphony is is doing really well, but the El Santa is a bit iffy. Plants are just not as strong, and they're a little bit little bit iffy, as I say. So. Um, don't know. Going forward, going forward, I'll see. They're tying up a good bit of space in the polytunnel for a relatively small return, but I'm not stuck for space yet. So um, we'll see. But yeah, look. As I say, a, a relatively short episode, and uh, hopefully that helps the, the the listener asking this question. But it is, as I said, they're they're one of the easiest to grow. Anybody can do it, and the the added bonus that you can do it in a really small space as well. So it's understandable why people want them. And of course, they're absolutely delicious. And there isn't anything the ones that you'll grow yourself. There is nothing that you'll buy that'll taste as good, albeit that you'll only have them for a couple of weeks. So, but yeah, well, well, worthwhile and give it a go. And that's some little tips to help you extend the season. Um, really looking forward to tomorrow so this episode out on friday the 22nd and my first grow your own vegetable course is on tomorrow it's fully sold out and i'm really looking forward to it really looking forward to i suppose uh the in-person event i'm mean, yeah as i say, really looking forward to it i like that type of event anyway and i will definitely be adding more dates so keep listening out if that's something that would be an in- of interest to you in the future. Uh, the, Garden consultations, online gardens consultations are going really well, getting great feedback from, from people on them. So if, if that's something that's of interest to you, the way it works basically is if you have an area in your garden or something that you're stuck with in your garden and you need a bit of advice and help with, you uh, sign up through the website. It's www.mastermygarden.com. We have a one hour Zoom comp- consultation. But prior to that, I send you a questionnaire. You send me back what it is that you're struggling with, what areas you want to improve, what you want from your garden in the next couple of years, and so on. And then I go away and I work on all of that. And then during our one-hour recorded Zoom conversation, we talk through all the different areas. We can do it on on Zoom so that you can actually walk around the areas as we talk. And it's, it's a very good way of, you know, specifically targeting a certain area. And then I give you that advice. We go through it for the hour and then afterwards i send you the recording and uh, it's working really well i'm getting a great response from people on it so that if that's something that is of interest to you you can book it through the website uh, that i said a minute ago it's www.mastermygarden.com and yeah as i say a short slightly shorter episode than normal but uh, it's the second episode out of the week so hope you enjoyed it and until the next time happy gardening <laughs>